the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at LargoCC.org. Now, all of us have places where we feel weak, insecure. We want to do something, but we don't know what to do. We have tried If you're feeling that way in any area of your life, then this message is for you to help you to experience God's strength because God cares for you, He loves you, and He wants to strengthen you and make you healthy and whole and well. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Father God, make your word my strength. In areas of my life where I am weak, make your word my assurance where I feel insecure. Holy Spirit, incline my ear and heart to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Weakness into strength. There are areas in our living, our everyday living, our living outside the church in particular, where, where, where we're weak. Now, let me see if I can explain this and pray for me that I'll be able to speak clearly and understandably. Uh, There are areas in our life where we are helpless, where there's nothing that we can do about the situation that is going on. We just sort of stand back and we're helpless. Weak areas. Well, in those areas of our life where we are weak, when we give those areas to the Lord, strength comes. Now, all of us have places where we feel weak, insecure. We want to do something, but we don't know what to do. We have tried, but nothing has really changed. We just feel insecure, weak, helpless. Now, if you're feeling that way in any area of your life, then this message is for you to help you to experience God's strength because God cares for you, he loves you, and he wants to strengthen you and make you healthy and whole and well. He really does. You can be an overcomer in the Lord by looking to the Lord. He will be there with you to help you. Now, in those weak areas, God has a special grace to give to us. Now, he gave us grace when he saved us. He saved us by grace through faith. 
We didn't do anything to deserve it. The grace of God, the loving kindness of God, how else can I explain it other than the loving kindness of God came into us and God forgave our sins. But now, as we continue to live our lives in this world, God's grace continues to come. God's grace wasn't just way back there. God's grace came into my life when I was just a young boy back in 1951. But then I have experienced God's grace all these years, and I'm experiencing it now because there are times when any of us, all of us, myself included, we just feel helpless to do something about a particular situation. What situation are you up against or is up against you that's causing you to feel just helpless to to resolve it or to do anything about it? Well, Paul boasted bragged about his weakness. I've never heard anything like it. Never read anything like it. Now, people boast about a lot of things. They'll boast about their achievements. They boast about their education. They'll boast about their wealth. Uh, They'll boast and brag about a lot of things. I've never heard anybody boast or brag that they were living in poverty or boast and brag uh, that... They were ill and sick and something physically was wrong with them. Have you ever heard anybody boast and brag about that and say, oh, isn't it wonderful? I'm sick. (laughs) I'm sick. I'm not well. I can't do the things I used to do. I'm I'm old. I'm not young anymore. I can't go where I used to go. Uh, Or uh, brag, uh, boast. About these things, but the Apostle Paul does. Now, this is a, a paradox. It's a, what they call an oxymoron. Uh, poverty, yet there's wealth. Uh, hardship, yet there's strength. Uh, weakness, yet there's healing. Uh, God does great and marvelous things. You see, God still changes water into wine. He is a miracle-working God, and he has a miracle for us today. Let it come to your mind. Let it come to your focus. Where is it you feel weak and helpless? Right there, God's going to come with special grace and help you to overcome. Now, look at Paul's situation. In this passage, he lays bare his heart. He just opens himself up. And he said, I at the same moment am experiencing glory and pain. How can you experience glory and pain at the same moment? Paul said, I'm doing it. This is how God works. We don't understand that. Oh, we glory when we get a promotion. We boast when we get a raise. We're happy when we accomplish something. But when we fail or we're demoted or... Uh, One man just this past week said uh, things are going bad at work. And he said, now I've got to go before the union. Now, he feels very weak in that particular situation, very helpless. Who's going to help me through this situation? We don't boast about those kind of things. But in those situations, God comes through and blesses and brings about his glory. So where is it today you're going to experience God in a way perhaps that you've never experienced God before. Now, I'm going to read verse 10. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Paul's words. 
That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness. Now, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. I delight my weakness, this problem, this helpless situation. I'm just having a good time with it. It is a delightful experience. Paul, you're out of your mind. I delight in weakness. I delight in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Paul, you're going to have to talk to me, brother. I am not with you right now. It's, it's far beyond. I, I, I can't follow you in this. Help me. Help me, Holy Spirit. Well, verse 7, he begins to explain what's going on. He says, to keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassingly great revelations, there was given me a thorn in the flesh. Hey, life can become thorny, can it? It really can. And Paul was given a thorn in the flesh. And he goes on to say that this thorn in the flesh was a messenger of Satan. The devil is at work in my family. The devil is at work where I work. Now the union has been called in. The devil is at work. He is working like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Yes, life can become very thorny, very thorny. A messenger of Satan. Now, now, when he says a thorn in the flesh, think about it. Flesh. My body. A thorn in the flesh. There was something physically wrong with Paul. So, friend, don't get upset if, if you don't get healed immediately. Don't get upset. Paul was having something wrong with him physically. He said, it's in my body. It's a thorn in my flesh. Now, we have theologians who have conjectured as to what that problem in his physical body might be. In Galatians, he writes to the Galatians, and he mentioned about what a large letter. I'm I'm thinking he's making a J, a great big J. He makes an M, a great big M. He's having trouble seeing. They thought perhaps it it could be an eye problem, uh, the oozing of the, the... Liquid from the eyes running down his face. It is thought that Paul was not a handsome man. He was very short, very skinny. Uh, He was not good to look at at all. Nobody would have accepted him as a pastor of a church because they wouldn't be happy with his appearance. But he was the man who wrote over half under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That is, if he had written the book of Hebrews. I think maybe he did write Hebrews. A thorn in the flesh. Something was wrong. Some thought it may have been malaria. It it was chronic. It would come and it would go. And when it would come, uh, the headaches would be so severe that he couldn't do ministry. And he was asking God, God, I'm wanting to do ministry. And this thorn in my flesh is keeping me from preaching the gospel. Surely you're going to heal me so I can preach the gospel and do something good like this. But... He said, three times I prayed, God help me, God deliver me, God see me through. And I didn't get what I was asking for. The answer came, but it was not in the form that he thought it was going to to come in. Three times I pleaded, God 
take this thorn away. Heal me of this, if it's malaria. Heal me of these terrible migraines. Heal me of this oozing of the, the, the eyes. I can't see to even write to the Galatians. And Paul said to the Galatians, you loved me so much that you would have taken out your own eyes and given them to me. That's one of the reasons we think that it may have been something going on, a disease of the eyes, when he said that they would take their eyes and give to him. We don't know really what it was, but it was something terribly wrong with him. And he felt so helpless and he couldn't do anything about it. But he prayed and he thought that maybe God was going to heal him. But God didn't bring the answer to the degree he thought it was going to come. We'll return to today's message following this opportunity to let you know that audio versions of the Healing Word broadcast are available anytime at oneplace.com and video versions of the program can be viewed on lightsource.com. So whenever you need encouragement from a faith-building message, search for the Healing Word at oneplace.com and lightsource.com. Now, let's return to Pastor Jack Morris with the conclusion of today's message. Hey, friends, Jesus knows right where you are. Paul knows right where you are. But the answer came, and it was a better answer than they prayed for. When Jesus prayed for that cup, he looked at that cup, and he saw your sin and my sin and all the sin of the world in that cup. He knew it was going to separate him from God. He knew he was going to have to become an unclean sinner, and he is the pure Son of God. Three times he backed away from that cup. Three times he prayed, and God kept putting it to him. Now, Jesus had to make a choice. He had to say, I'm going to save myself, or I'm going to save the people at Largo Community Church and the the people of God all over the world. He had to make a choice, and God put him in that situation where Jesus, can I say he was helpless? Listen to what Jesus said. Three times he prays. And now he says, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said, this situation that I'm in, friend, think of the situation you're in. Jesus said, this situation that I am is killing me. I'm going to die under the pressure. When it says he was overwhelmed, it's like when we put somebody back down into the water and they go down into the water and the water overwhelms them. It's like a to Swami, the, 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 the wave comes in and it just covers us. And Jesus said, sorrow, sorrow, sorrow has just baptized over me. And he said, unless I get help, this is basically, I'm using my words now. Unless I get help, I'm going to die right here in the garden. Sorrow, has anybody ever been killed by sorrow? Jesus was almost killed. But instead of making the, taking the cup away, God dispatched angels to him to put their hands upon him and to strengthen him. Angels came to his rescue. Friend, I believe in angels. I know you do too. And there are angels that are coming to our rescue. Wherever you are, whatever your helpless situation is, God knows how to get to you with his blessing that is greater than anything that, that you can ask or think or that I can ask or think. When he was on the cross, the people looked up at him and they said, he saved others, he cannot save himself. Never were truer words spoken than that. 
They didn't know how honest and how true they were. He saved others. He cannot save himself. Jesus had a choice. Either I save them or I save myself. I can call for 10,000 angels and they'll come and rescue me. But instead, angels came and strengthened him. And he was able to go through a situation that otherwise he couldn't go through. Friend, listen to me. You're going to go through. You're going to make it. Whatever that difficulty is, whatever that problem, whatever that hardship, it's not going to overwhelm you by the help of God. Give it to the Lord and God will strengthen you and he'll take you through. God has a miracle for you today. Do you believe that? Yes, he does. He has a miracle for you today. Now, God answered Paul's prayer. Paul prayed three times. And now it says, and God said to me, okay, here it comes. I've prayed. I've prayed. I've prayed three times. And now God says to me, here it comes. Here's the answer. I'm listening, Lord. Are you going to take it away? Are you going to do what I've asked? Is it going to be like I'm expecting it to be? And God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Would you read that scripture out loud, all of it in unison? But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Where are you weak today? Friend, that weakness is not going to overwhelm you. That problem is not going to destroy you. God's grace that came into your heart when he saved you, when you became a Christian, and you gave testimony when you were baptized, and you give testimony every time you come to the holy altar to take communion. That wonderful grace is with you wherever you are, whatever is going on in your life right now. There is that loving kindness of God. The loving kindness of God is not weak. It is strong to the overcoming of anything and everything that is going on in your life. Power to live above the circumstances. Say those words. Power to live above the circumstances. And everybody has circumstances, don't we? But God has power to give and to grant to lift you, to lift us above the circumstances. He said, my grace is, what? what's that word, sufficient? Grace is sufficient. Uh, there's going to be enough grace to get you through, to get you over, to get you to victory. There's a, a sufficient amount of God's loving kindness. It started when you gave your heart to the Lord. It's followed you all these years, and it's with you where you are this very moment. Now, one thing you must notice, if you forget everything else about this message, notice, my grace is present tense right now not back then 2,000 years ago but now this very moment my grace is sufficient for you you're not going to die you're going to live because you know him who is resurrection and the life because you're open to receive the infilling of God's grace to give you strength to move you through that present situation I think of Daniel in the lion's den my there was Darius the king. Darius said, you're going to have to bow down to me and pray to me. And the governors and the satraps, they said, anybody praying to any other god other than to Darius is going to be cast into the uh, furnace of fire. Sure enough, they found Daniel praying 
three times a day. He wasn't about to give in to their threats. And so they went to the Darius and they said, that man is defying you. That man is not doing what you tell him to do. You, you take that man and you throw him into the lion's den. And they threw him in the lion's den. And then the next day, Darius comes looking for him, calls out to him, Daniel. And Daniel says, here am I. <laughs> I'm right here. God came and shut the mouth of the lion. Now, friends, here's my point. God did not deliver Daniel from the lion's den. He blessed and saved Daniel in the lion's den. Now, God may or may not bring you out of your particular situation. I don't know what his plans are, but I do know this. He gives special power and special grace where you are. Now, I'll move ahead to the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar built this huge statue. Everybody must bow down to that statue. These three Hebrew children, they were adult men. They went face to face with the king. And they told him, we're not going to bow down and worship your idol. Our God will deliver us. But here's, here's the point. Here's the point. They didn't know. They were just human like we are. And they said this to the king. Whether he delivers us or whether he doesn't deliver us. Whether he answers our prayer the way we have prayed or whether he answers it the way he wants to answer it. I don't know whether he'll deliver us or not. We hope he will. But whether he delivers us or doesn't deliver us, we're going to serve him. That's what Job said. Though God slay me, yet will I serve him. Friend, listen to me. Don't give up. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, don't give up. Trust the Lord. They threw those three in the fire. Nebuchadnezzar looked in and he said, did we throw three men in that fire? He said, there's another one in there. There's four of them in there. And he said, that fourth one looks like the son of God. Friend, let me tell you something. Whatever your helpless situation, your weak situation, Jesus will get in there with you. He may not turn the fire, fire off, but he'll keep you from being burned and consumed. <laughs> Somebody say, praise the Lord. <laughs> God's going to help you and see you through. You see, friends, listen to me, and I have to close now. We live in God's plan B world. Not God's plan A world. Meaning that there are going to be sicknesses. and There's going to be marriage breakups. and There's going to be injustice. And there's going to be times of helplessness where we can't see a remedy. But one thing we must know this. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will impress it upon us. That we have a Savior full of love and grace who cares for us with an everlasting love. And regardless of what happens out there, that you feel helpless, that, that you, you can't, you don't feel that you can do anything about it. That lady that came and told me, I live in this abusive home. And he is so abusive to me. But for the children's sake, and by the grace of God, I'm going to raise those children, and we're going to see this marriage through. God's grace is sufficient. Can you say that? Read it again with me. Read it again. But he said to me, 
My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Friend, learn to yield to God, your weakness to God, and in doing so, experience the mighty power of God. God has strength. God has power. God is going to bless you. So again, I'm going to stop now. Where are you abused? Where are you hurting? Where are you helpless? Where is the difficulty? Where is the sorrow? Wherever it is that you don't feel any power to do anything about it, it's there. God will come to you. Paul says, when I am weak, then am I strong. Why? Because I have faith in God. Thank you for listening to The Healing Word today, originating at the Largo Community Church in South Bowie, Maryland. Our church exists to spread the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to families, our community, our nation, and the world, making disciples of all who believe in Christ through salvation in Him. If the Lord lays it on your heart, will you pray for our ministry and the Healing Word program and consider supporting our efforts to minister to people with a financial gift? It only takes a few minutes to go to our website, largocc.org, and click the Donations button at the top of the homepage. It's simple to do, but so important in helping us spread the healing word to all those who need hope for tomorrow. Thank you for partnering with us. May God bless you for your prayers and financial support. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.